Hi, this is Terry Dismore, and you're listening to the Quiz the Diz podcast. Terry brings years of experience in consulting, management, leadership, and life. In this podcast, Terry answers questions about these topics, bringing wisdom from a kingdom perspective. Our website is quizthediz.com. Now here's the Diz. Well, last week we spent some time talking about what it means to be a disciple. Now, let me explain to you what a disciple is in case you missed last week's podcast, and also uh, what an apostle is. Now, when you think about disciple, you almost always think of the 12 disciples of Jesus. Actually, there were a lot more disciples than that. It was just that he chose 12 to be apostles. So, Here's what you want to do. You want to become a disciple of whatever you're studying, and then you want to become an apostle. Let me tell you what that means. So a disciple is someone that's a learner. They're getting educated on a topic. They're getting educated whether it's in life, in business, in church, whatever it is. They're sitting at the feet of the one that's teaching. They are. They have certain qualities. I'll tell you what those are in just a minute. And they are deeply into it. They're taking on the uh, appearance even of the person that's teaching them. All right. So that's what a disciple is, is a learner. What's an apostle? Well, an apostle, the original word went back in the Greek to mean a groundbreaker. In other words, it's a messenger, someone that's going out with the stuff that they have been taught. Now I'm kind of an apostle, if you will, for certain thoughts that I've had that I've been taught either by my mentor, Olin Hendricks, or by my pastor, Gary Cassie, or by other people that I might listen to on podcasts or radio or books that I've read. We all are, if you think about it, a disciple of someone, all right? And you got to make sure that you are a disciple of the right person, of the right way of thinking, of the right advancing thought process, See, a lot of processes, a lot of thought processes will take you backwards. I'll talk to you about that in just a minute. But so now you know the difference between a disciple, which is a learner, and an apostle, which is a messenger. Okay, so we're talking about discipleship. So the first thing that you had to be when you were are a disciple is teachable and coachable. In other words, you can't reject discipline. You can't reject being taught, and you can't reject being uh, coached. You know, we've all been through things. Now, I never played organized sports, but I played in the band, and we had a band director, Mr. Henderson and Mr. Knauer. I love both of them, but I'll tell you what, once in a while they would be like, that's wrong, don't do that again to me and other people in the band. Why did they do that? Well, it wasn't enough that we just knew how to read notes and we knew how to march and we knew kind of what it was supposed to sound like. We had to be disciplined into playing the way that made harmony. Okay, so it's the same way with a coach. A coach wants to make sure that his football team or her basketball team operates in the right way and that they are coached, meaning that you've got to go through the discipline of training, those two-a-days that you have in football or the band camp that you have in band. You've got to go through those things in order to come out the other side as someone that's been discipled and now is able to go forth and be an apostle and teach other people about these things. So I said you have to be teachable and coachable to be a disciple. You have to be submitted to someone, so you have to have a coach. You have to have somebody that's in your life that's able to say, hey, listen, Mark, this isn't going to work out this way. You need to do this and so. Or, uh, hey, you know, that's a great idea, but have you thought about this? You've got to have somebody that will do that to you from a position of 
not only caring about you, but the authority that they have in your life will make you want to listen to them. So I have certain people that allow that. When my pastor comes to me and says, hey, I think this, I'm going to listen to him. When Olin Hendricks comes to me and says, hey, Terry, have you thought about this? I'm going to listen to him. I've got a friend named Bob Anderson. I listen to him. You know why? Because what he's taught me has proven to be right. And I have several people that are like that, but I don't let everybody talk to me that way. Because being a disciple, when you, let's take Jesus' disciple. So you were one of his disciples. It didn't mean you didn't understand what John the Baptist was doing, but it didn't mean that you were disciples of his either. He was teaching another idea. Wasn't wrong, and it was part of what Jesus was teaching, but you were a disciple of one or the other. You didn't allow a lot of different people to speak into your life. It all had one key, one thing that you stayed on. So it's like when we read political stuff today, most people that read anything political read mostly one side. It's not wrong to know what the other side is thinking, but come on, let's be frank. There are times that we think the other side's kind of nuts. On, no matter which side of the aisle you're on, red or blue or, or light green or whatever you're on, you think the other side's kind of nuts from time to time. Well, you know why you think that? It's because you've been discipled that way. You've been taught. You've been trained. Then we talked last week about how to know you're failing as a disciple. We talked about being offended. We talked about political activity, whether it was in politics itself or political activity within your business or your life. We talked about being a rebel, and we talked about self-promotion. So what are the signs that you're succeeding? That's what I wanted to really talk about this week. What are the signs that you're really succeeding in being a disciple? Well, first of all, there's comfort in it. So sometimes when we're disciplined in something, we don't like it at the moment, but there's comfort in it later on. You know, when a, you swat a little kid on the behind because they've been, you know, they're running into traffic, the comfort is there that they're not going to do that again. There have been times that I've done things in my life and, and I've, shall we say, not been right about them when I was a kid. And I would hear my dad whip that belt out of the loops. Now, some people say, well, that's awful. They were hitting you. You know what? I don't do those things anymore. I don't leave tools where they're not supposed to be. I don't grab electric electric sockets when I'm not supposed to. I don't, there are a lot of things I got spanked for when I was a kid, as I'm sure you can imagine. But the point is, I don't do those things anymore. It taught me through a little bit of a painful thing that you don't do them. Now, of course, we're not going to go around spanking other people these days. That's not the point that I'm trying to make. The point that I'm trying to make is that there's discipline. There are things that correct us. There are people that will come to us and say, listen, that's not right. You're not right here. And let me tell you why. Do you have people in your life that will do that? If you don't, you're not really a disciple. So we find comfort in being a disciple when we're following what we're being discipled in. Another thing, another sign that you're succeeding as a, as a disciple is blessing in your life. So when I talk about blessing in your life, I'm not talking about monetary blessing. I'm not just talking about that. I am talking about that. There can be monetary and physical blessing in your life. That's absolutely okay. But there's also the blessing of joy and happiness and peace in your life when you're actually being discipled by someone. Another thing that you'll find when you're a disciple is advancement. Now, let's talk about that a little bit because that's what Jesus did when he advanced some of his disciples to being apostles. Basically, what he was saying was, I trust you guys to take this information and to teach it to other people because he knew that at some point 
That's all he was going to have. It was other people taking it out, teaching it to other people. So a lot of people are short-sighted in what they're teaching people about. They're teaching about the next week, the next month, or whatever. When I start talking to people, I usually will ask them long-range, five-year, ten-year things that people don't think about, and they sure don't want to be corrected in any way to get there. But if you're finding comfort and blessing and advancement in what you're doing, now you know that now you know that you're being discipled. The final thing that I'll mention is promotion. Now I mentioned a few minutes ago self-promotion is a bad thing. That's a sign that you're failing as a disciple. But promotion comes when you're succeeding as a disciple. You know there have been times that we've all been promoted into something and we that we didn't expect. But you know why we were promoted into something that we didn't expect? It's because we were obedient in the things that we're told to do. So I don't know where that falls in your life, but there are times when you just need to do it. So I mentioned a couple of weeks ago that many times when my wife and I have taken over working at a radio station or television station, one of the first things we do is we would go in and we would clean the toilets. I knew the person that followed me in doing that was someone that I could promote. And here's why. They weren't brown-nosing me. That's kind of what it might have looked like. They weren't doing that. If they were doing they were saying, why are you doing this? Well, I'll tell them. Then they'll say, well, let me help. Not because they owe me something, but because they see, oh, yeah, I get it now. It's in these small things where I learn to be a great leader. Yep, that's exactly right. It's in the small things where you learn to be a great leader. Finally, let's talk about the difference between self-promotion and promotion. You know, it's kind of human nature that we think more about ourselves than we think of others. That's really true. We think more about ourselves than we think of others. That's human nature. As a matter of fact, Jesus talked about that in the uh, when he was asked what the greatest commandment was. He said uh, one of them is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. And the second is like unto it, love your neighbor as yourself. Now, why did he say that? Well, he said that because he knew human nature was, you're going to love yourself first of all. And that's really true. That's human nature. You're going to love yourself. Now, we can say, well, I want to deny myself. Okay, that's up to you. But you're coming from a position of strength of saying, I'm strong and I really appreciate who I am and I want to deny myself. That means making yourself smaller. I don't really have a problem with that. But what Jesus knew was, we're going to love ourselves first. So if we can get to the level where we love our neighbor as much as we do ourselves, that's what Jesus was going for. He knew that was the highest level that we could get to. And there's ways to get beyond that even. But that was the level he was calling us to, love your neighbor as yourself. So when we think about others and ourselves, that's kind of the high calling there. So are you discipling other people? Now, I'm going to break some news to you here. You're discipling them whether you know it or not. You're teaching people how to do things whether you know it or not. You lose your temper at the boss sometimes because you think the boss is an idiot. Well, if you voice that and you act like that, then you're teaching people under you or around you that it's all right to have that rebellious nature. Are you angry because somebody else has offended you and gotten in your workspace and, you know, maybe they tossed a piece of paper in your garbage can and I've seen people that are that much You know, they're like the Les Nessman on WKRP. They've got their area marked out. Don't come over here. Oh, Lord forbid. They're offended about stuff. And they want to be offended about stuff. 
and they want to drag you into that. Well, that's a way to tell that you're failing as a disciple. You're teaching people whether you know it or not. So are you offended when somebody does something and you let everybody know when the boss makes a dumb decision? Do you go to everybody and go, that was the stupidest thing I've ever seen? Well, first of all, you're being rebellious and you're offended. So now you're teaching other people, you're discipling other people into your conduct. Do you start getting a group of people around you that agree with you so that you can go to the boss and say, listen, well, we've got a series of problems here that we need to talk to you about. Well, now, sometimes there are problems, but there's a correct way to submit yourself and go to that person. There really is. And when you think there's not, you've got big problems. You've got to slow down just a little bit there, Hoss, and try to figure out just exactly why you want what you want. Because if it's just because you want it, uh, you've got a problem. Okay. Now, it, you can also succeed in discipling other people. Are other people comforted? Do they find better work? Do they find better working conditions because you're around? I can tell you that uh, my wife has a business called Snacks with a Twist, and she has people volunteer to work for her. Now, I don't know whether you know this or not, but most people want to be paid for work. But these folks know that Nay is going to take care of them. She's going to give them all sorts of goodies, and there's a peaceful atmosphere at her workplace. So she's discipling people in how to do that for other people. Are you showing people how to advance, how to grow in their position? See, that's the kind of discipleship that you want to see. But you are discipling someone. We're always in the process of being discipled, either by the teaching of God or by the teachings of the enemy. Now, there's one way to find out who's discipling you, and that's this. What are the results? So if you're offended a lot or you're hurt or you feel bad or you feel like getting involved in political activity in your workplace or your church or you feel like you need to self-promote to teach people how great you are, you're being discipled. That's right. Are you learning to uh, curse other people and make sure that other people don't get ahead? You're being discipled. As a matter of fact, one of the things I learned in the most recent election is this. Everybody is discipled by someone. Now, there was a side that I disagreed with vehemently, but I'm not going to go on Facebook and tell everybody how right I am. I'm just going to disagree if someone asks me, and I'm going to ask them why they think the way they are, because you know what? I might learn something. I might not. But I know one thing, if I don't ask, I won't learn something. So the important thing here is when you're being discipled, understand that you're being discipled by someone. And somebody asked me, they said, well, why do you think a bunch of the people in this nation believe this particular thing? It's because they've been discipled that way. There's a way to get people to think the way that you want them to. I mean, look at what happened during the COVID crisis. We're finding out now that some of the instructions that we were given weren't accurate, but we were given the instructions and we followed that. Why? Because we were being discipled by them. Now, I've got more to say about the discipleship thing. As a matter of fact, I am writing an article on it right now about the difference between being discipled in the good things and in the bad things. And when I get that finished, I'll mention it here on the podcast and you can enjoy the knowledge. Let me just tell you that right now. <laughs> I don't know that you'll learn much except this. You're always being discipled by someone and you're the one that determines who disciples you. Now, if you are feeling comforted by offense, politics, rebellion, self-promotion, you're being discipled by the enemy. If you're being comforted by blessing, comfort, advancement, and promotion, you're being comforted by the Lord, and you have, you're on the right side. 
Those are the things that you want to look for, and those are the things that you want to grasp and hold on to. Well, I appreciate you listening so much. I enjoy doing these podcasts. Be sure to subscribe to it if you would. Like the podcast. If you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts or on Google or wherever you get your podcasts, I would really appreciate it. That helps us get more listeners. And be sure to tell a friend, too. Hey, until next week, I'm Terry Dismore. Thanks for listening. The Quiz the Diz podcast is produced by Prosper Leadership. Our website is quizthediz.com or you can reach us at 614-382-2582. Thanks for listening and be sure to subscribe and let your friends know about Quiz the Diz. Quiz the Diz.